What is up, my beautiful people? Welcome back to the Made to Excel Fitness Podcast, a fitness podcast for you, by you. I'm your host, as always, Mark Torres, and in today's episode, episode number 48, I am once again going to be reviewing Dwayne The Rock Johnson's Black Adam workout program because he keeps putting workout videos online. So let's just get right back into it. What's up, guys? Welcome to the show. Welcome back to the Made to Excel Fitness Podcast. First and foremost, I would like to point out, for those of you watching on YouTube, I have a gigantic stain on this jersey. Didn't see it until I started recording. It's far too late. I'm far too deep into this. If you see the stain, do not let it deter you from this. I swear, this jersey's clean. Do not let it deter you from listening to this episode or watching this episode. Um, So today's episode is obviously... The second part of a twofer. So uh, last week's episode, I was reviewing Dwayne The Rock Johnson's Black Adam workout. If you are not somebody who's in the know, uh, The Rock has recently, over the past, I don't know, three, four weeks, he has been posting his workout program and a little bit of his nutrition on his Instagram, which is actually really cool. Um, It's really cool to see what somebody of that size and that stature does for their fitness. So he has been doing that over the past couple of weeks. Uh, And I've gone through uh, in the first episode, I've gone through the first two videos of at that point five um, of his workout plan and see if this is something that is feasible for the everyman for the Joe Schmoes and the Sally Fields of the world. Is this something that if you wanted to get in shape, is this something that you could feasibly do? So I'm not looking at this from the point of the rock, if it is something that he should be doing if it's a good program for him. Uh, looking at this more from the perspective of the average person, the average gym goer, is this something that you could feasibly do? So since recording last week's episode, two more videos have come out. So I've got, once again, five videos to go over. Hopefully these are not as in-depth as the first two videos. I can try to scoot along as fast as possible. I don't really want this to be a three-part episode, so let's see how many I get through today. Uh, And it's not absolutely imperative that you go back and you listen to part one if you hadn't listened to it yet. It's not like there's a continuation. There's not a through line here. But in last week's episode, I did talk about, uh, you know, should you be doing fasted cardio and also things like uh, doing supersets and tri-sets and giant sets in the gym. So if that is something that is of interest to you, definitely go back and check out last week's episode. Uh, But it's not absolutely imperative that you go back. Of course, I would appreciate if you go back. I appreciate if you give me a listen. But neither here nor there. Let's get into today's episode. Uh, Let's see if we can get through the rest of the videos from Dwayne The Rock Johnson. This is an official wrap on my workout number two for the day. It is Friday. The end of the week is here. Um, I'm training with all my friends, which clearly means I'm by myself. Uh, Thousands and thousands of questions about uh, what the training split is and what the exercises are. So for today on Friday, the training split is chest and triceps. The movements today are, uh, I'll start off with a fly, then I'll move to two compound movements, uh, a press and then an incline press, and I will end that giant set. So that is three exercises in a row. And the fourth exercise will be um, a body weight dip uh, and just rep it out till fatigue, until failure, and that is a son of a bitch. Um, then I'll do one more chest movement, and then I will move on to triceps. So obviously with the Black Adam prep, um, there is mythology, there's, there's character, there's story study, things like that. But when it comes to the physicality part and the balance and the energy of Black Adam, I want to raise the bar with the character. That's the hope. More to come. Thank you for the support, and uh, finish your week strong. Love you guys. All right, so the caption for this post... Friday night Black Adam training, second workout of the day. 
First workout is morning cardio on an empty stomach, which I talked about in last week's episode. Uh, chest and tricep split. Chest, three giant sets, four exercises per set, working all angles of the chest. Got a fly movement, a chest press, an incline press, and finish with body weight dips till failure. Keep the rest at a minimum, just enough to recover. Triceps, same protocol as chest. Three giant sets, four different movements that engage all heads of the tricep. Push yourself to the limit, but be smart with the weight. No ego training. The work is very hard, but it's why we play the game. Plus, if it comes easy, it's boring. More to come and finish your week strong. So that was a lot of information in that one little snippet. Um, so I think last week's episode in the first or really the second video that The Rock put out, he was doing back and buys. And in this week's episode or in this week's in this video that he put out, he's doing chest and triceps. So it is very bro splitty. But if you have the amount of days that you want to work out and it's higher than like, let's say two or three, you can absolutely get away with doing something like that and focusing primarily on these different specific muscle groups versus doing nothing but like compound full body workouts. So if that is in your schedule, that's perfect. Now, I don't want to talk about too much the supersets and the triceps and the giant sets because I talked about that in last week's episode, uh, but I really actually want to talk about the order of exercises that he does here. So he doesn't talk about the triceps in this caption, but for chest, he starts off, his giant set is four exercises, three sets of each. Uh, it is a fly movement, a chest press, an incline press, and body weight dips until failure. So the good thing about this particular workout program and the way he has it set up is that specifically for chest, and he talks about it for triceps as well, he's doing different movements that hit the different parts of the chest. So obviously the chest is all one big muscle group, but there's different, uh, there's actually three distinct um, sort of divisions of the chest that can be worked at different angles. And that should be worked at different angles because some are more biased in specific movements than others. So uh, that's why people will do incline bench press to try to hit the upper part of their chest and do something like a decline bench press, which is not actually the greatest um, lower pec workout, but that's kind of the gist of why people do that. So uh, the rock has all the different angles of the chest covered. And as he says, he has all the heads of the tricep covered whenever he does his workout for triceps, which he doesn't go into specifics here, but we can more or less assume that he's got that. Yeah, he's got those bases covered there, which is good. Now, when we talk about the order of movements here, you know, as I kind of dive deeper as much as I can into how to construct a good workout program and what's the best way to set up a plan for somebody to have the most success, the more and more and more that I get deeper into it, the more I realize, and I'm kind of becoming like this fitness hippie, there is just no right way to do this. There's different methodologies. There's different ways to try to approach it. But at the end of the day, it's really all about what you enjoy doing the most. So for example, um, so the rock here has a fly movement as his first movement, and then two variations of a chest press. I'm assuming one is a flat bench. One is an incline bench. For me, in my mind, I would like to try to do for most people, uh, do the heavier compound movements first, and then move down towards more specialized, um, more intricate and honed in movements later on when you have less energy to do those things. That's how I would typically approach an exercise program like this uh, because just of the energy demands, right? A big compound movement is going to take a lot of energy. Therefore, you should do it first when you have the most energy. But The Rock actually has it in a different order here. So he's got the compound movements in the middle of his giant set. Uh, he's got a fly movement, which is a very... Um, 
you know, body, it's a very angle specific movement. Uh, it is very, very like, you know, we're trying to hit very specific angles here. So it's not a compound movement by any stretch of the imagination. Uh, and then he's got a body weight movement at the end. So the order of the workouts that he has here, it's not exactly the opposite of what I would do, but it's definitely out of order, right? Instead of doing the compound movement first and then going down to more um, single joint um, specific movements, he has a very specific movement, then two compound movements, then another specific movement, um, which is actually kind of interesting because this is particularly kind of an important concept and an important thing to try to think about if you have limited amount of equipment. If you have a limited amount of equipment, let's say you only have some uh, kind of lightish dumbbells, then doing a chest press where you're very strong might not be, you know, that might not be enough weight to warrant doing that movement. But if you do something like a pre-exhaustion where you do a, let's say a chest movement for this particular example, and you do that first, and then you pre-exhaust the chest so that that those light dumbbells feel like heavier dumbbells, that is absolutely something that you can do. So really, ultimately, the order of what you do doesn't matter too much. It does matter, and it doesn't matter at the same time. Uh, it's obviously all very situational. So for the rock here, he's got a very specific movement, then two compound movements, then another body weight movement, um, which is not the typical order that maybe you would see, uh, but it works for him. And if it's something that he likes to do, if he's doing something like a prep, he's prepping his chest for a bigger lift by doing the fly first and then ending off with body weight when, once all his energy is depleted just to see how much he can get, that is more or less, I'm assuming, the approach that him or you know his trainer, whoever's setting up his workout, is going for, which is actually really interesting. Um, really, ultimately for you, depending on where your skill level is as you're listening to this podcast, if you're a beginner, it really doesn't matter. Um, doing four chest movements, I first of all, I wouldn't recommend doing four chest movements in a giant set back to back to back to back like this if you are truly a beginner, but it doesn't really ultimately matter. Um, I would say for the most part, doing compound movement, that's going to take the most energy and doing that up front first when you have the most energy and then kind of working your way down from there is ultimately the best way to go about doing things. But at the end of the day, I'm turning into the fitness hippie. There's no right or wrong way to do any of these things. It's all circumstantial. It's all anecdotal. It's all situational. And it's going to just depend on really what you like doing the best. So uh, that's actually a really interesting look into what The Rock does and how he orders his exercise. But let's hop into the next video. Let's try to get through all these about my training, of course, as I'm taking you uh, through my prep for Black Adam, uh, my next movie that I'm going to shoot. A lot of questions about my diet, uh, understandably so, because the diet is everything. So there's a little glimpse into my morning breakfast. Um, doesn't look like much, but it, uh, it it's pretty optimal. So I have a steak in the morning, um, and sometimes it's a sirloin, sometimes it's a filet, sometimes it's a buffalo. Uh, I have some steak, I always have some eggs, and uh, I have my blueberries. And yeah, I put the blueberries on the same plate, I just eat it all at one time. <laughs> um, of course, I have my morning Zoa, uh, and uh, this is my breakfast. Now, you're probably wondering, well, where's the carbohydrates at? Well, usually I have um, oatmeal in the morning. Um, since today is cheat meal Sunday, I got some pancakes coming. So I'm going to do my pancakes today and, and have a, uh, hopefully, uh, have a great 
cheat meal Sunday. So I hope the same to you guys too as well. Enjoy your cheat meal Sunday. Enjoy your time. Enjoy your Sunday. Hopefully you're getting a little bit of rest. Uh, many of you are working, which I totally understand. Enjoy your Sunday with your families, and um, I'll continue to keep you posted uh, on my Black Adam training and certainly what I'm eating because, again, diet is everything. And um, and one more thing, too, I know you guys want to know really specifics about the diet. Everything is measured out. It's, it's extremely calculated. Um, ounces are measured, uh, pre-cooked, post-cooked. Uh, so by the time it gets on my paper plate, <laughs> don't judge me. Uh, I love my paper plates and my plastic utensils. Uh, by the time it gets it gets to me, uh, and by the time I'm eating it, everything is um, is really, really fine-tuned and explicitly uh, measured out uh, until it's cheat meal time. Then, fuck it. <laughs> There's no measuring. Uh, all right. Happy Sunday to you guys, and aloha from Hawaii. The Rock just out here being a man of the people with his paper plate and his plastic fork. All those millions of dollars. Uh, and that's what he's using to eat. Man of the people. That's what I'm saying. So the um, so here's the caption for this particular video. The one diet video that he's got. Tons of questions about my diet as I prep for Black Adam. Diet is the key. So happy to share a little bit of insight into mine. Here's my breakfast from this morning. Meal one of six meals per day. Steak, buffalo or beef wild eggs i'm assuming that's supposed to be white eggs oatmeal blueberries and the morning zoa energy of course all food is weighed and measured based on my macronutrients needed throughout the particular day and night macros will be adjusted for a variety of reasons as we get closer to the finish line everything is precisely measured until until cheat day uh, and then i say fuck it and eat it all more to come and enjoy your sunday with your families so this is uh, this is a little bit of a crapshoot, right? Because when we talk about nutrition, there's so much variability from person to person. It's almost impossible unless you're taking a real deep dive. And I implore you that if you're going to get any sort of really concrete nutrition advice in terms of like what you should be eating in what amounts, um, you, you know, very specific advice, go to a dietitian or go to a nutritionist, not a personal trainer. A personal trainer can give you sort of these... Um, nutritional guidelines that you can use and base kind of your decisions from there. They could maybe even give you macros if they're so inclined to do so and they have um, the prerequisite requirements in order to be able to do that. But in terms of like telling you you've got to eat this much with this amount and of this thing, go to somebody who went to school for that thing. So that's my prerequisite for this entire next like three minutes that I'll talk about this is um, the whole crapshoot about talking about nutrition from person to person is the individuality part of it. Um, you know, you can look at this and say, all right, the rock eats steak, eggs, blueberries, and oatmeal for his breakfast, but I don't like steak and I don't really necessarily like blueberries. So can you get stuck on that fact? You absolutely could get stuck on that fact. You absolutely could say, oh shit, I'm kind of shit out of luck here. Um, cause I don't like those things. I can't eat like the rock. Therefore, uh, you know, I just don't know. It's just never going to work out for me. Of course there's substitutions to be made there. If you don't like steak, um, eat chicken, which chicken is a weird, even steak is kind of a little bit of a weird thing to eat for breakfast. Um, of course, if you have it in like some sort of omelet or bowl, that's a little bit different, but just to just be straight up eating steak in the morning, 
is definitely strange. Um, but the rock just needs a lot of protein. I'm assuming for the amount of muscle that he has and the amount of muscle that he wants to build. So he's got a high protein diet in the morning. And of course he said he has some oatmeal in the morning. Typically that is his carbs. And of course he's got his fruits. Um, and that's kind of how he sets it up. But of course, in this video, he did it on a Sunday and everybody knows about cheat meal Sundays for the rock. He eats like a million and a half pancakes um, with chocolate chips and syrup and whatever else on it. So, you know, talking about nutrition is a little bit of a crapshoot. But the craziest thing about nutrition is the fact that you listening right now, you know, more or less kind of what is going to be optimal for you and what's not going to be optimal for you. Um, when we talk about what's healthy and you look at a salad versus a donut, obviously the salad is the healthier option here. But when we talk about um, losing weight, it's ultimately the calories that you know are the big decider here. So a salad could very well may have way more calories than the donut has. So from a weight loss perspective, the donut is actually more advantageous to eat. But from the health, for the health perspective, obviously the salad is healthier than the donut. So most of you guys out there just, you know, just based on life experience and based on um, trials and tribulations, especially as you're an adult and you get older and you have these struggles with your weight, you know more or less what you should and shouldn't be eating. Uh, but it's all about controlling the amount of things that you eat that will ultimately be what helps you get to your goal weight. And of course, doing that in a way that is healthy is super important, which I think what is going to be uh, next week's podcast episode, that's what it's going to be about. Um, but if you want to go and you want to try to eat like The Rock, he just eats a lot. He has six meals out of the day. Uh, most people will eat three meals, right? Breakfast, lunch, dinner, and maybe a snack or two. So I don't know if you count those snacks as meals. I think The Rock eats like six legit meals, um, which is a lot. And there's many YouTube videos out there where people try to eat like The Rock and they realize that this man eats so much food, it's almost physically impossible unless you're his size to keep it all down. Um, and people like Eddie Hall and uh, Half Thor and Brian Shaw, all of those, all of those guys, uh, all of those guys eat so much because they have such big frames and they have so much mass to carry um, that they just absolutely have to. So um, I wouldn't suggest trying to eat like The Rock. Um, if you can frame sort of the essence of what The Rock eats just on a very much so scaled down version, of course, you could go for that. Um, but it's no different. There's nothing special that he's doing nutritionally that, you know, somebody else wouldn't be doing Um you know, I think this is not the differentiator here. And also stay woke. This is not even a stay woke. I think this is pretty kind of uh, obvious as you kind of go through these things is for so long, The Rock was secretive about his training. Uh, and I think that the reason why he's been posting all of these different workouts and all of this nutrition information on his Instagram as of late is to um, advertise ZOA Energy. So stay woke. This is all a ZOA Energy commercial or advertisement because I think just shortly after this, he started putting them out. But that's neither here nor there. The Rock is a businessman. There's a reason why he makes so many millions of dollars a year. That's the world that we live in. So let's get into the next video. Official wrap on my workout number two on this Monday as I roll on down the line in my training and my prep for Black Adam. As many of you know, the first workout of the day for me, uh, as soon as I roll out of bed, I do my cardio on an empty stomach. And then at night I get in here and I clang and bang on these weights uh, with all my friends, uh, which means I'm by myself. So the first workout of the week on a Monday is back and biceps. My entire back workout consists of all supersets. So there's a lot of blood and volume being pumped into the muscle and then I'll transition to biceps. 
And as you guys know, with the, with Black Adam, the prep for Black Adam, there's a lot of script and story and character and mythology study, all that fun literature stuff. Uh, but in terms of the physicality, I want to raise the bar with the character. He commands it. He believes in an eye for an eye, and, and he's the dirty Harry of superheroes. And, you know, if I fail, then at least I've given it my all. That's why I'm putting in all this work. Uh, love you guys. Thank you for the support. You have a productive week. Talk soon. For my training for Black Adam with me and all my friends, he's already made the joke before. This is, The Rock is so corny, but I'm corny too sometimes. Um, I start the week off with a back and bicep split, implementing all supersets throughout the week. Um, throughout the workout for an insane pump and an intense workout. The fun Black Adam literature slash mythology study combined with the physicality that the character commands makes for a one-of-a-kind prep I've never experienced before in my career. And if I fail or suck at it, at least I've given it all that I've got. The kids got to go out swinging. You guys have a productive week. Love y'all and thanks for the support. So a lot of these videos, uh, this is the third video that seems very similar to the rest of them. Um, I think it's just more or less the same. So I'm almost positive and I could be wrong. Could be misremembering that last week's um, first or yeah, first or second video. I only did two videos. So it's one of the two. He did back and biceps. So it seems like he's doing back and biceps again. He doesn't talk about the giant sets in this video. He talks about supersets. Um, so I'm assuming that by supersets, he means giant sets. I think from what I can gather over the course of these past few videos, it seems like The Rock uh, is going to more or less attack two different body parts per day. So if it's back and biceps, he's going to have four back workouts that he does all in conjunction with one another in a giant set format, three sets of each, and then all four bicep exercises all in conjunction with each other back to back for three sets of each. And I think that's kind of more or less how he kind of makes his split happen or whoever his coach is. And also when I talk about the stay woke, this video has almost 2 million views as of the point of recording this, which was February 28th, which is a little bit ago. Um, so this is absolutely 100% just one long drawn out commercial for ZOA Energy, which is fine. Like that's the world we live in, like I said. So uh, nothing really reinventing the wheel here. Um, but he just talks about um, kind of if he fails or if he sucks at it, at least he went for it, uh, which is a really great mentality to have. You just, you know, never die, never say quit, never dies is a little bit kind of uh, aggressive here, but you get the gist of it. Um, you know, I think that's more or less what this video did is it kind of solidifies what it is that The Rock is doing. And luckily so, we're getting through this. So I'm actually kind of glad that that was a short video because we've only got two more. Uh, and then we can wrap up this episode. Okay, it is Friday night and in the middle of my chest workout and I'm out of breath. Uh, I should shoot these videos when I'm not out of breath, but I wanna shoot them in real time and give you guys details as they're happening in the moment. So I'm training on this Friday night, chest and triceps, as I prep for Black Adam. Uh, this is where you have to be careful uh, with your train. Oh, sorry, they got a mind of their own. Stop that, I'm trying to talk for the gram. Uh, there's a lot of cheese on this pizza. <laughs> this is where you have to be careful at the end of the week um, when you're mentally fatigued, your body's fatigued, you've been kicking the shit out of your muscles all week. So the volume is lower today, but the intensity is still there with a lot of squeeze. Um, I know you guys are getting back into the gym full tilt around the world, which I'm so excited about. I want you guys to raise your own bar, hardest workers in the room, because the gym is our sanctuary. And I understand it's our anchor. So I'm right there with you. Uh, thank you for being so supportive. I support you back. Hardest workers in the room. Finish your week strong. Love you guys. 
So the caption for this fourth video of today's podcast is the gym is our sanctuary. It's our anchor. It's our balance. I support you and I'm right there with you as our gyms open up around the world. Friday night, Black Adam training is chest and triceps, smart training at the end of the week as we dial the volume down a tad, but the intensity is always at 100. Finish your week strong and there's a lot of cheese on that peck pizza. The rock is so corny, but I love it. Um, so He's over here peck popping. Uh, I'm peck popping a little bit, but you guys can't see with this, uh, with the backlight and with the gigantic nature of this particular jersey that I'm wearing. But didn't really say anything here. The main thing that he said was that the volume that he's doing has decreased. So of the four training videos, uh, I think it's four, four or five training videos, it seems like there was two back and bicep videos and two chest and tricep videos. Um I know what the last video is because I literally just looked at it, um, but it's, he does legs eventually, but uh, he, you know, it's kind of weird that he talks about the chest and triceps and the back and biceps. When does he do legs? Uh, I would assume more than one time a week, but he hasn't talked about it in the next video. He'll talk about it, but um, it seems like he said that the volume is going down. So volume is just the amount of work that you do. So it seems like, I don't know if that means he's got not a giant set, but rather a triple set or a tri uh, triset or a super set, or he's doing less reps within those giant sets, or he's not doing uh, as many sets of the giant sets. There's a bunch of different manipulations here that could uh, account for the lesser amount of volume, but he says less amount of volume, but the intensity is still there and there's still a big squeeze. So it seems like he's using more or less um, still a high amount of intensity, whether or not that means the amount of weight that he uses or the amount of reps that he does, but the volume does go down. That's probably not going to mean anything for you guys out there listening to the show, but he's doing less work just because you're doing less work, total work. And when I talk about total work, I'm not talking about your perceived effort. I'm talking about the actual amount of sets and reps and weights that you use. Um, but that doesn't necessarily mean that the intensity goes down. Less volume could still be a hardest shit workout. And oftentimes, um, it may be well be harder because less volume might mean that just because you're doing less reps, maybe you're doing higher weight. However, that ends up working out. There's way too many different inroads that you can take from this point to know for sure. Um, but I think that's more or less it. The volume, I don't know. Uh, he doesn't say in this particular video, um, but it's going to be different for everybody. Depending on if you are trying to make a program of your own volition, make your program on your own, um, you might have to start to look into things like how to uh, change and adjust the volume as you go throughout your workouts, uh, or if you have a trainer or a coach, that person will be able to do that for you. Hopefully, more than likely, if they are kind of in tune with your training. So, whew, 28 minutes. This is perfect timing because we've got one more video and I kind of buried the lead here. It is a leg day video, finally. Uh, my leg press, I prefer the optional leg press behind me uh, because it allows me to do individual legs uh, at the same time. Um, so alternating legs, we'll do that. Um, almost like a, um, like a, like a ladder uh, routine. Uh, and then we'll get into Lunges, walking lunges with chains. I use the two chains over there, which equates to almost 100 pounds um, around my fat old neck. And then we'll move over into um, the shark pit, which is outside, uh, to get into those squatting movements. And, um, and then at the end of the work, now again, keep in mind that these are, these are giant sets. So these are all nonstop. And 
It is a son of a bitch. My legs are still on fire now. Um, and, uh, and then we'll finish off everything uh, with squats. All right, and the caption for this last video is swipe left as we save the hardest workout for last Saturday morning or Saturday midnight leg workout for my black Adam training. I know you've been waiting for this one, so here's an idea of the flow. And keep in mind that my pre-workout warm-up and stretching is a lot longer, 20 to 30 minutes since training legs requires all you got. These are giant sets, so mentally prepare for yourself. Leg extensions slash leg curls, compound pressing movement, chain lunges, shark pit squats, which I don't know what the fuck a shark pit, shark pit is, uh, barbell squats, and multiple rounds of these giant sets. These are a real bitch, so get your mind right and push yourself. Then I'll finish off with hamstrings and calves. It's a lot of hard work, especially balancing everything else that life throws our way, but I really enjoy the challenge of new goals, new things to build, pushing yourself, or pushing myself, and it gets my blood going. And hopefully that's the end of it, because I cut it off. Oh, never mind. I always say you guys are my number one boss, so I always got to try my best to deliver the goods whatever that may be now it's time for a cheat meal train hard and enjoy your sunday my friends so uh there's a lot to i might have to like re-watch this one as i talk about it because there's a lot to discuss first and foremost the rock is wearing the tiniest shorts that i've ever seen in my entire life so that's thing number one to address uh i guess thing number two that he talks about is this is a giant set but uh he doesn't talk about in his caption he says leg extensions or leg curls, compound pressing movement, which I think for him is the leg press that he's got in the video here, chain lunges, shark pit squats, which I'm going to have to Google, and barbell squats. So when we talk about giant sets, we're talking about four or more exercises. If a superset is two exercises and a triple set, keep saying triple set, but it's a tri-set, it's three exercises. A giant set is four or more exercises. So in this case, he's doing five exercises. And like he said, he does them back to back to back. So I think he does uh, probably he doesn't say, but he does three sets of this back to back to back with little to no rest. So when we talk about the exercise order, the selection, when I talk about for most people doing a compound movement first, a big movement first that requires a lot of energy and then kind of trickling down from there, he once again kind of does the opposite. So he does a leg extension or a leg curl, which is an isolation movement and then does a compound movement, which in this case is the leg press. Uh, and then he does chain lunges, which is a little bit of a comp. I guess, I guess it's a compound movement. The shark pit squat. Let me Google what a shark pit squat is because I have no fucking idea. Shark pit squat. Uh... Oh, okay, a shark pit squat is just a belt squat. Um, I guess it just sounds way cooler when you say shark pit. Uh, it's just a belt squat. So imagine you get hooked up to a belt. That belt is on a platform that you're standing on, but that belt goes through the bottom of the platform. So you're able to stand up and obviously squat down with the resistance of the belt that is attached uh, to like a, uh, a dip belt thing. So that's kind of what that is. Obviously, I'll put the picture in here so you guys can see that. Uh, and then barbell squats. So he does probably the biggest compound movement of all time. It's probably the squat and the dumbbell. He does it at the very end. So this particular situation he does kind of flip-flop it to what most people will want to do you'll probably want to do the big compound movement first and then work your way down to these isolation movements but it's the rock so kind of who cares uh <laughs> um so i think this is a really really this is more legs than anybody will probably have to do unless you're a high level bodybuilder um this is, and then, and then he goes and says that he does hamstrings and calves after this. This is more than most people's workouts. 
So keep that in mind. If you're going to go through and you want to try to emulate the rock for whatever reason, this is way more legs than you'll ever, 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 ever have to do. There's a level of soreness for your upper body that you can handle that is ultimately not terrible. You can still move around. You can still do stuff. It's not too bad. But if your lower body is in, is in pain and it's sore, it is a debilitating soreness. Like you can't sit down on the toilet. You can't walk up and down the stairs. Every time you move, you're in massive amounts of pain. So I do not suggest going through and trying this workout as The Rock does it. All the movements here are great. All the movements here, um, the chain lunges. I don't know why he does them with a chain. It just kind of, you know, just looks better, I guess. Uh, it looks cooler. It's cooler, right? When The Rock talks about the shark pit squat, he could have easily said a belt squat. But The Rock is a cool guy. So The Rock is going to say chain lunges. Um, he doesn't necessarily have to use a chain. When you use a chain doing something like a bench press, let's say, there is a variable amount of resistance. And what that means is um, you're hopefully using chains that are long enough that they touch the ground. So when you bring down the bar, obviously the bar starting up high, and you bring it down, the amount of weight that the chains have on the bar gets less and less as you go down to the bar because they're resting on the ground. Obviously, if they're resting on the ground, they're not actively pulling on the barbell. But as you go up, the amount of weight increases. So you're trying to eventually or you're trying to essentially make the top part of a barbell bench press the hardest that it possibly can be by using those chains in this particular situation i doubt that the chains touch the floor so there's no variable amount of resistance here just the rock looks cool with chains on his neck that's really ultimately what this all comes down to um so i by far and away do not suggest doing this workout as it is everything else uh, with a little bit of modification i think it's more than easily doable, especially if you're more like an intermediate or somebody who has a good base in the gym and you kind of have an idea of what you're doing. You're pretty comfortable with everything. I think you can more or less get away with doing a lot of the upper body stuff as the rock does it, of course, with modifications. This lower body workout, this leg workout, you're not going to walk for at least three weeks if you do it the way the rock does it. So I don't suggest doing it. Um, you know, with a lot, with a lot of modifications, um, you could feasibly do something that's maybe half the amount that he does here. Um, but really, ultimately, at the end of the day, this is like six or seven videos that The Rock has put out, which are really cool, right? You get to see a little bit of an insight into what it's like to be The Rock. And really, ultimately, at the end of the day, like I said, I think this is just one big, long commercial for ZOA Energy, which there's nothing wrong with that. Um, if for some reason you have some sort of self-validation that you're able to train like the rock and that is your intention for doing so by all means go for it but do it in a way with enough variations and enough modification that you do not hurt yourself that you do not put yourself in a compromising position in terms of like injury um, that's going to be the most important thing right if you do this with enough modifications if you do a giant set let's say with three very easy workouts with very light weights you can absolutely go through and do it right if that makes your mind happy. If you have the capacity, if you have the time, if you have the patience to do a workout like this, by all means, go for it. Especially if you're, like I said, an intermediate to advanced lifter. But really, ultimately, at the end of the day, the most important thing, more important than anything else, is finding a workout that you can do for a long period of time and enjoy and have fun with. So I'm gonna try to wrap this up pretty quickly here. Uh, at the end of the day, The Rock has this really cool workout and uh, when you break it down, it gets to be pretty simple, giant sets, 
three sets of it, four exercises per body part. Um, it's by far and away not necessary for you to do. If you want to do it, if you want to go ahead, give it a try. There's nothing wrong with it as long as you're not going to injure yourself when you do it. Uh, but really, ultimately, at the end of the day, just finding what's going to work best for you, finding what you're going to enjoy doing. Uh, if you find solace and you find comfort and you find validation in saying, I train like Dwayne The Rock Johnson, uh, and you are perfectly happy doing that and you're making progress, by all means, go for it. Go out there, kick ass, have fun. Uh, but really, ultimately, at the end of the day, you don't have to do it, right? Do what's going to make you happy. Do what's going to help you make the most amount of progress. And that'll wrap up talking about Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Uh, I'm absolutely going to continue talking about Dwayne The Rock Johnson, but at least for now, at least talking about his workouts, uh, unless he posts something else in the future, right? Uh, but that's it. Hopefully you guys enjoyed this two-part episode about The Rock. I will catch you guys in the next one. Peace out. What's up, Mark? How you doing, man? Hunter Henry, LA Charger tight end. Uh, best big time shout out to your uh, fitness podcast, the Made to Excel Fitness Podcast. So um, super cool, man. Got a lot going on. Bolt ganger, don't bang.